We are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right. It's Andy, aka producer, by the way, and of course, sitting across from me is Danny Goots. What's up, everybody? And a special guest host joining us, and it's Ben, aka Bitboy from Bitboy and Hoddle. What's up, dude? Thanks for joining us today on this this episode of the Coin Boys podcast. Yeah, man, excited, excited to be here for sure. So. Yeah, tell us just just at the top, just a little bit about what you do. You're also like like Daniel and I. You make content in the crypto space. We love content creators in the crypto space. So tell us a little bit about uh, about us to the audience. About you to okay. the audience. To you, <laughs> yes, you, please, yes. So uh, we, I have a business partner and I, and we have a you know we have Instagram accounts, YouTube channel, the whole nine yards. It kind of started as a joke. Uh, you know, we were trying to come up with names of characters for like a cartoon series so we came up with bitboy and hodel uh bitboy is like a cape crusader and hodel is his little turtle sidekick and out of that idea just kind of <laughs> you it. know grew grew these personas um and, and these characters and we're working on getting out some uh, uh actual animated you know shows for our cartoon series but you know we really expanded into doing news and uh, you know, we make memes and we're really big also on original content creation. I mean, you can go and follow any account out there that just repost memes that they find on the deep, dark interwebs. And, um, you know, th- that's not us. We want to be creative. So we've got some funny videos we've made. And then we, you know, you can kind of think of us almost as like the mad TV of crypto, except with news. So <laughs> I that's like what that. We're trying to that's do. a that's a good slogan. Uh, you know, uh, coin boys love love our memes. So we're 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 in the same humor, uh, I think, level as you because we love crypto memes. We make I make a lot of them. Yeah, I know, and, and Daniel and he's great at. I, I kind of send stuff to Daniel. No, like, he, hey man, whatever you can do. Don't don't take away that you've had some good ones, <laughs> man. And then and Bitboy, you're, I I know your stuff. I see it like every day because I, I like all your stuff. It's it's fun because we 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 know how to bring humor to the crypto space, and you're a part of that kind of kind of content creator creation. So. You know, um, it's and it's also cool to have uh, a nice a guest host join us at the yeah. top. You know, and especially someone who's so knowledgeable in the news space and stuff. Yeah, because like that. so that's, that's, that's you know great. you do on Instagram you do those instant minute things and then you have the long yeah. former the little bit more the longer one on YouTube, correct? Right, correct. That's, Sweet, that's cool, yeah, man. So, so I make a longer video on YouTube. I do that one first, and then so I already have the knowledge of all the stories while I'm making the videos, and then it's real easy at the end just to throw one minute together. Kind of just summarizing, you know, everything I'm talked about. I've, I try to hit every story I talk about uh, in the daily crypto minute that I do on the longer versions, but sometimes there's just not time because uh, you know it, it just seems like every week we've got more and more news it's, just every day coming out. It so. was never like this at some no. point, you know. Now it's just like ridiculous. It's like it's, it's like, fun. So with that said, with that said, let's do block news. That's right. It's it's the perfect time to have uh, BitBoy on the show because news is a big thing for you. You love talking news, right? So uh, let's yeah, let's start at the top. Um, of course, Daniel and I, Daniel and I always want to talk about the stuff that we hear in the news. But uh, I wanted to ask you to bring uh, a subject to the table and uh, uh, go ahead and take the floor and block news right at the top, man. It's all yours. All right. All right. Awesome. So what I really want to talk about this week that I think is a huge story that may be flying under the radar for a lot of people in crypto is that on Tuesday and Wednesday, April 10th and 11th, Mark Zuckerberg is going to be on Capitol Hill getting grilled by senators about uh, 87 million people's data on Facebook was compromised. And it just seems like more and more Facebook is strictly a weaponized information tool. And people are starting to see through that. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing what the senators are going to ask him and what his responses are going to be. So uh, going beyond that, another story that's came out this week involving this same situation is that Mark Zuckerberg and their team discussed having uh, paying doctors to go inside of hospitals and try to find patients records and tie those medical records back to their Facebook profile. It almost just sounds too conspiratorial to be true. It, but it does have the little bit of the conspiracy it's, side to it. It's hundred. It's probably true. And in addition to that, I don't know if you read this, but uh, he has don. Facebook has donated to eighty-five percent of the senators who are going to be questioning him. Oh no! Way. Oh wow! So uh, that's how that's going to do. But but so uh, while that is Facebook, that is social media. Why, why did you want to talk about it in terms of crypto? Right, because. Basically, what we're seeing right now, it, personally, I don't think Facebook is going to be around in 10 years. And, and the reason for this is de- decentralization, which is basically the fundamental basis for blockchain. And 
there are other social media platforms popping up, such as Steemit. I know you guys have talked about Steam on your show. Well, yeah, I recently, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I, I've recently moved to it, and you know, I definitely foresee Steemit and DTube. If they're not the platforms to overtake Facebook and YouTube, there definitely will be something out there that will. But the whole idea of Mark Zuckerberg having everyone's content and all of your information to where all he has to do is go to a computer and pull up whatever access they have to your information, and they, they can see everything about your life. And the decentralized idea of social media is – no one's going to be able to do that. Basically, all of your files are going to be stored in file shards all across you know, different computer nodes, and not one person, not even the person in charge of Steemit, is going to be able to have access to all of your information. And so the more that these social media uh, companies get called out, including Google also, for their basic data theft from all of us, then the more likely it's going to be that people are going to make moves to decentralized social media, which if you listen to... A lot of the, you know, like Justin Sun, for instance, from Tron. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Tron personally, but I know basically what he's wanting to do is he's wanting to create a whole nother layer on top of the Internet where everything is decentralized. And I think that that's where we're going with social media. And I don't know if the platforms will be using in 10 years or even around right now or if they've been invented. Maybe some of them have to do with the cryptocurrencies that are out there right now. Uh, but I. I'm just really excited to see kind of the death of Facebook. And personally, I think that this okay. is probably, yeah, I think I think probably this is this is the beginning of it. And we've, you know, I've been talking about this with people recently that, you know, we've messed this up. We have you, me, everyone that's our generation has messed this up for our kids because Facebook already has all the information for my kids. And so really sure. for our children's children and looking forward generations down the road, it's so important that we move everything to decentralized, which, like I said, is what blockchain is all about. So I think that the more people that go off of Facebook and start making a transition to decentralized social media, then that's going to really be totally integral in getting uh, decentralization and blockchain and cryptocurrency out there in the mainstream. Yeah, no, uh, completely agree. And, 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 and so for those of you who don't know, uh, for those of you who are, are who are in fact deleting your Facebook accounts because of this, you're gonna also have to delete your Instagram account because Facebook yep. also owns Instagram, <laughs> and and it's not just Facebook. Let's 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 just put that out there. It's not just Facebook. It's also uh, Experian, Target, Home Depot. Yep. Uh, uh, I can name the list goes on and on. Chipotle even. Uh, there's data leaks, and 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 the whole point of cryptocurrency, uh, as 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 ben and Sony I, PlayStation, and Andy, even yeah, everybody's gotten their their. Uh, everybody is on board in that decentralization gives us back our control over our mm -hmm. information. Exactly, and I'm all for. I I am in. I mean, like, I'm not going to delete Facebook, and I'm not going to delete Instagram because we're. I'm already too deep. There's already things in there that I want to keep, and where else am I going to go? I love the connection that I have, but eventually, I agree. It, it, Facebook will will go away. Um, but for right now. I'm okay with people wanting to advertise to me. That's how money right. gets transferred around, right? Zuckerberg's out of my top eight on MySpace now. I'm taking no, him uh, off. You should <laughs> taking him out. You should, but um, <laughs> but no. What I, what I'm trying to get at is that advertising is good, but we should be able to give them complete and utter permission, and we should have complete and utter control of what exactly it is we give to them if we right, choose right. to. Exactly. Well, if you, if, yeah. If you go back to when Facebook first started ads, pe people were making hand over fist on it because the advertising was so cheap, but it wasn't nearly as targeted. But people were able to make a lot more money with it. But the more information they've gathered on all of us, the more they've been able to hyper target those ads to where, you know, you can uh, you can advertise to soccer moms, for instance, if you want. That's like one of their categories on there. And so now the advertising got so expensive, the margins have gotten lower and it's harder to make money with Facebook advertising. So. You know, I agree with you that definitely I'm OK seeing ads. But, you know, when you're seeing ads that, appear, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen those shirts people make on Teespring. It'll be, you know, it'll say your last name or something. It'll be like Armstrong's legendary or whatever it'll be. And, you know, that's because Facebook knows so much about you. They can get down to, you know, the year you were born, the oh, uh, your last it, name, everything. It gets worse. I, I don't know if you know that that uh, by allowing your Facebook app to be on your phone. And I don't know if Instagram is also a part of this, but. They you allow them to use your 
microphone for what you assume to be yeah. like a chat like a ch- or whatever you're go- or a video that you're trying to do but they're actually always constantly listening to you and you could do a test on this um, they may have stopped it because of this whole controversy but you could do a test and and the test was uh, and it has been done on youtube uh you talk about something you have never ever talked about before in your life and only speak about it when your phone is nearby within two weeks you'll have an advertisement wait can i do one right now Go for it. um Man, I really need a good hammock because, like, I... Seriously? I need a hammock. You I've never go, had a hammock before. It's all in the hammock center. Over, you know where over, to get hammocks yeah, or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, there's hammocks R Us. All right. There's a hammock depot. <laughs> if I get a hammock, Ed, <laughs> that is going <laughs> to fucking freak me out. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they've been doing crazy stuff. Have you guys heard of data of uh, data fencing? No. What is that? Data fencing is where... Uh, I'm not sure if it's Google and I'm not sure who exactly is doing it, but it's a new thing that's popped up. And basically what they do is they track where you go. Like they will put a data fence around Home Depot and they know that every person that crosses that that GPS fence is interested in stuff with Home Depot. So the stuff that they're doing right now, it I feel violated. Like I, I really don't know. Are, are they watching me right now on my webcam? Yes. Like, who knows? Yes. You, you know what no, I mean? The answer is yes. Can. Everybody knows. <laughs> Edward yeah, Snowden knows. I don't know. Yes. Probably. Probably but you yes. feel like you, you feel like it, everything is over your shoulder. And I think that all this is very good for crypto. I, I think it's good that people's eyes are opening to what these companies are doing because they are straight up violating us. And there is another way. And, and I think that, you know, you're right. I can't close my Facebook today. I can talk about all this stuff, but I cannot go in right now and close my Facebook account. I aside from doing cryptocurrency, I run a nonprofit organization and I'm in control of that Facebook page. And so if I close my account, all of a sudden I lose access to my Facebook page. And I've got, you know, five or six other Facebook pages that I do the same way. But this is a, the beautiful way that Facebook set it up from their perspective. It, it's almost impossible to get off. So I'm, I'm right now looking at options to try to figure out how to make that transition. But it is, it is a long transition. And I, I don't expect people to be able to do it right now. Actually, if you go to DTube, there's a whole series that a guy's done. I, I can't remember the name. But there's a whole series a guy did like part one, part two, and part three on how to keep everything and, and close your Facebook account. So this is definitely popping up on the radar for people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I actually was off of Facebook for like six months once and just to like get the hell off of it. And life is so different when you don't have you, Facebook. You know nothing. <laughs> well, I guess. It, you really don't. It's I mean, very, you know, you're, peace, you're at peace, but you also have no connection with your friends. Yeah. Like they all, they all like um my friend's. Uh, got together uh, for a party. We all got together for a party. One of our friends didn't show up. And he's like, wait, I didn't know we had a party. We're like, well, we invited everybody on Facebook. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I don't got Facebook. And I'm like, well, you're not connected to us anymore. We, oh, my God. We hate you. Kind of situation. Well, how, how would my grandma tell me happy birthday, you know? Exactly. How would your grandma remember without that reminder, man? Uh, <laughs> well, what else uh, we got? Well, what, you know, man, we've talked about Zuckerberg plenty of times on this podcast, too. Have I, we? I, I thought we I did. I feel like this is our first time. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> but Maybe it's me. I, I've made memes about probably, him. So. Probably, yeah. Uh, but let's move on to Mount Gox and our favorite French guy, Mark, and what's going on with him with Mount Gox. What's happening over there? Like, what, what did you want to talk about today? Well, basically, he did an AMA on Reddit. Uh, did you see that, uh, Ben? Do you know his... Yeah, I, I, I looked at it. I didn't read it in depth, but I did see he was doing it, and I... Enjoyed reading some of the comments for sure. Yeah, I, the one thing that I just thought that was interesting was one of the big theories out there was that he's selling off Bitcoin and that's what's driving the price low. Right. That he wanted to get out there and set the record straight. He kind of seems like he still likes Bitcoin, like as a thing. Maybe he has enough. I mean, I don't know. he look, he was in over his head, man. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. if, if you see, like, he didn't mean for this to happen to him. He was yeah. riding high. You know, they were doing really well, and then it just all fucking crumbled, man. Yeah, yeah. So he's just trying to say that it's not. In fact, he has very little control over any of that Bitcoin because it's going to be redistributed back to owners. Yeah. Just it hasn't been done yet, and so none of it's been sold off on yeah. his end. I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, who knows what he could. So, be- so, 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 people think they're going to actually still be able to get their bitcoins back the, from Gox? I believe in because this is happening in France, right? I believe in France, yeah. but uh, th- that the government is have has control over the coins right now. It's Japan, isn't it? Is it Japan? Oh, or is it Japan? I've probably Japan. I have no clue where. Whatever government that they're in uh, has control yeah. over it now, and that they will redistribute it back according to what he had said on the AMA. 
Um, I mean, is it true? Will it happen? We'll see. I have no clue. That would be like really crazy if that happens. I, I, I don't. Uh, that's a like. Let's see if that really happens. And I laugh at the people who still have those private keys because don't forget. Light, laugh at LightPay. LightPay also said they were going to be like this awesome like light yeah, Litecoin service. This is a different situation. I know this is huge. This Hugely is a history situation, man. But. So, also, like this is another instance of a gentleman that was a part of breaking doors, taking falls for, to make to to let us talk about it right now. So, the, as much as he messed up or whatever he did wrong, he broke down doors for Bitcoin in a lot of ways in the history timeline. Like, and I thank you for bringing my favorite card game, what, and Bitcoin together, Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was a Magic the Gathering website. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what's I was so always funny. Like, uh, I was always like, where is this mountain? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, this makes And no then sense. finally I saw, you know, saw something about it. But I know my, like my brother, for instance, he, he's got, he probably has 140 Bitcoins that he had on, on, uh, on there. So uh, he would be happy to know that at least there's talk about people, you know, maybe getting theirs back. I don't think it'll ever happen. Luckily, what well, I say, luckily, you know, I, I got into cryptocurrency uh, back in 2013 and before all this happened, and I had actually just sold all mine right before, you know, the website closed down. So wow. uh, I made I made two thousand dollars off of fifteen. So I was pretty happy about that at the time. Of course, you know, now, now it'd be worth a lot more, but it would actually be worth nothing because I had it on Mount Gox. So. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Well, good thing you got out. Yeah. Got out. Uh, what is up next, sir? Uh, up next is, of course, a gentleman that we have talked about on this podcast, and that's Roger Veer. And of course, the Bitcoin Twitter and all that jazz, and the getting it temporary. I don't even know if it's temporary, but it got shut down by Twitter or suspended. Yes. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Go ahead. I, I love it. You love yeah, it. I, I love it. I think it's like here. Here's the thing. Personally, I don't hate Bitcoin Cash. I think Bitcoin Cash is actually a decent coin. The problem is they just need to change the name and rebrand it. Yes. You know because. What really bothers me about it is this facade that it's the real Bitcoin. And like, you know, along with the Twitter, also the subreddit, you know, the subreddit is r slash BTC. And it's yeah. very misleading. And if, if you dare say anything on there about Bitcoin Cash, like you, you can go ahead and count all your, you know, your post karma to be gone. I, I will say in, in defense of RBTC, there are enough in that community because I followed it thinking it was Bitcoin. Yeah, 100% thought it was Bitcoin and thought I was learning more about Bitcoin, but they kept on talking about Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin Cash. But uh, they haven't banned me, and I have been critical. So oh. I will say I did not get banned because um, uh, they were like, what do we need to convince you? And I said, you need to change. I told them you need exactly what you said. You need to change the name. It's really misleading. And they're like, but we already spent so much money on a new logo. And I'm like, you, you made it green. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, what money did you spend? I want half of it. No, uh, yeah, you, actually, no right? you actually always, always said the sentiment that. A different, you know, like Litecoin was a was a fork just like Bitcoin Cash, yes. but they changed their name. They made you know that hey, we're we're you know we're, we're different. We're different. We're doing things a little. I'm changing the code a little bit. But you know, you got Roger Ver coming in, and, and and there's there's actually fans of Bitcoin Cash that you know think that Bitcoin Cash is Bitcoin. And look, you, it's a conspiracy thing too. I don't know. We had that Bitcoin Cash episode. We've had we had a few Bitcoin Cash fanboys kind of come at us. And, it, you know, not not in like a bad way, no. but they they were very defensive. And there's people that believe that it is the true Bitcoin. And, and you know, I, I will say I semi agree with them. Yeah, that their, their, their white paper it's is following the Satoshi's like path. Yeah. Like, uh, right. But the other half is I just don't like when people are being conned into like if I'm saying if I'm telling you uh, I have chocolate. They're like, well, yeah, but I want a Hershey's bar. Like, well, this is the same thing. It's yeah. Like, no, it is not. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So that's all. Well, I don't know what the did, does anyone really know like what's going on here like like why Twitter did Twitter say anything? I don't know. Oh, the theory is that it's because they are impersonating. Right. Uh, now yeah, Twitter that's a theory. Twitter is strict with a lot of things uh nowadays, especially with ads and and a whole bunch of other things, yeah. but I bet you if they I bet you if they change it to at Bitcoin Cash, well, or BCH or something else, Twitter will, will reopen it. I think that's fair. I think that hey, say make it Bitcoin Cash at Twitter because that's what, what you guys are. Let's make predictions. What do you think is going to happen, Ben? If uh, in order for Twitter to reopen it, uh, I think they're going to have to change the name. I mean, I, I don't think Twitter is going to to reopen it as is, and I think there's a lot of evidence just by looking at the tweets because it's not just it's an impersonation. 
it's impersonation plus sabotage because all they do on that Twitter feed is bash regular Bitcoin or, you know, whatever you want to call Bitcoin, the original. That's all they do is talk bad about it. So somebody I saw somebody make the example on Twitter of like it would be like if I had, you know, it said at Australia and my Twitter was all about Australia. But all I did was talk about how bad it is and don't ever go there. Like that's very misleading. You know, why would why would you steal that? username just to down the thing you have the username for. So I think that they're going to have to change the name. Um, you know, Roger Ver had a tweet. It looks like earlier today, it says, uh, so this is how free speech dies with thunderous applause, which is a quote from a movie. I can't remember what movie, but um, so it looks like, it, you know, maybe he's talked to them already and sees that they're not going to change it. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. They got to change the name. They have to, they have to do something different. Uh, and I hope they come back Honest. I mean, wait. I got what, one. How about Bitcoin with two eyes? Oh, perfect. Uh, I got Bitcoin. I, I got Bitcoin. someone. I got someone who can advertise that. Wait, one for do you? you do you know, uh, was he on a train as a chef, or was am I just was he well, under say, siege they, too? I, yeah, under siege too. Yeah. I think they say Bitcoin is on deadly ground. Oh, right nice. Oh. nice. Well, it's gone Oops. now. I'm so happy it's gone now. And if you invested in it, I hope you lost everything. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, now, uh, real quick, we yeah. didn't talk about this, but yes. uh, we didn't say I didn't we didn't mention this to I didn't mention this any of you, but Floyd Mayweather's uh, coin got all uh, the Metro. SEC shut it down. Oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so right. I like, forgot about that. Celebrities quit it. It's because Be they're just you don't know your. They shit. don't. Well, listen, you can't. Here's where I defend the celebrities is because imagine how they're just at doing. Oh, I'll do perfume. Sure. If they're giving me. Like, I agree. You know, yeah. he's okay. doing it out of like, oh, OK. He doesn't know shit about crypto Mayweather. Exactly. So unfortunately, they're just got stuck in a rabbit hole of like not really knowing what the hell is going on. They thought it was just like doing shampoo or a clothing line, you know? Yeah. I think that I think that's honest. Steven Seagal didn't know what the fuck he was. Doing. Oh, I believe yeah. he did. Actually, oh, I honestly believe he did because that was I think it was a Russian thing. And he's like deep with Russia. Oh come on! I, I oh, I'm, wow. I'm calling it. He knew. Well, I think Sounds I like think from now on those, I, I think celebrities are probably going to take this as an example and hopefully learn from it and learn. They got to be a little more careful, uh, you know, with what they do because it, it, it's kind of a black eye on crypto, you yeah. know, to to have anytime people on the fringes and on the outside of crypto, no coiners, as I like to call them, mm -hmm. and uh, everyone who I call a no coiner gets real mad about it, which I like to laugh <laughs> about. But, um, you know, they already think it's all a scam. So when you have things coming out that are actually scams, that is keeping people, you know, that's a barrier to adoption and going mainstream for sure. So, Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think uh, one more thing to talk about or a couple of things here before we get out of block news uh, is Vitalik, our rainbow shirt wearing friend from Ethereum. Uh, a, a, you know, I guess a cryptocurrency darling, like people love this guy. Uh, and and I I I like him because he's very intelligent. He's smart. And uh, Daniel, you have a clip. Uh... Yeah. Well, lately he's been going on a tear. Kind of. There was a conference. Uh, I'm forgetting where the conference is or what the conference was called. But there's a big uh, cryptocurrency conference where a lot of the big time people from all the different cryptocurrencies kind of went to go speak. And one of them was Craig Wright, who is uh, oh, sorry sorry uh, one of them was Craig Wright. Uh, who was who's calling himself Satoshi Nakamoto, and there's another guy. His uh, I believe his last name is Gavin. I'm forgetting his first name, but um, he had just spoke about how he thought that Craig Wright really was Satoshi Nakamoto Nakamoto because he showed him the private key for the very first Bitcoin ever sent. Um, but Vitalik comes in talking about how much he does not think that that's the truth, and here it is. Just to still a bit of controversy for fun, I'll explain why I think he's probably not Satoshi. Two minutes. Two minutes. First of all, very, very simple signaling theory. He had the opportunity to take two different paths of proving who, uh, of proving that he's him. One path would have been to make that exact kind of proof, make a make a signature from the first uh, from the first Bitcoin block. Put the signature out in public. Make a very simple ten-line blog post that anyone, you know, including you know people, including you know cryptographers like Dan Bonet and, uh, and Ben Kaminsky and so forth, can verify that it's him, and just post that out there and let the cryptographic community do it. Instead, he's taken this path where he's wrote this big long blog post with 200 lines. It's so confusing that even Dan Kaminsky said it's too confusing, and tried to get only show that signature to a, to a few select people, and we're supposed to trust them. 
So in general, signaling theory says if you, if you have a good way of proving something and a noisy way of proving something and you choose the noisy way, then that means, you know, chances are you, that means you could, you, it's because you couldn't do the good way in the first place. So uh, that was just him explaining uh, why he felt it's not him because he, he hasn't done it in public, basically. Uh, he goes on to talk about a second way as well, and it's, he's talking about uh, with Gavin Anderson is his name. We just looked him up while that, while that clip was playing. Yeah. Um, but uh, he had the last correspondence via email. He told he told Satoshi Nakamoto he was going to the CIA. Gavin, Gavin Anderson, yeah. just to give you a little oh, yeah. history. And then he stopped. Talking and then to him. that's okay, when but, Satoshi stopped. Okay, but well then then, uh, but you have a, there's a theory, right, um, Ben, about about what what uh, who Craig Wright is or who he could have been in, right. in relation. Well, there there are a few different theories on who Satoshi is. Uh, you know, the funny thing is. That, you know, nobody believes Satoshi is Satoshi, which is pretty funny. But, um, you know, obviously Hal Finney, if you've seen uh, yeah, Banking Hal on Finney. Bitcoin, that's – yeah, that's that's obviously one option. And I believe he died also, I think. Um, and Hal so Finney he did the first transaction with Satoshi Nakamoto. Right. And, right? And, and, and he also lived right down the street from him. So Right. That was the odd thing about it. Yeah. yeah, that was the odd thing. And I think he died. Did, yeah, he died in 2014. So unfortunately, we'll never know no, if he no, can no, defend no. himself. He lived down the street from the imposter that they thought was Satoshi Nakamoto. That was we didn't know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. There was an imposter on the new this guy in San Francisco. Right. And and it's in banking for Bitcoin. And that's the funny thing is that he lived near this guy. So maybe it was right. him. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. That's the thing is that I don't I actually think it was a team. That well, I and, go- that's, and that's that's where the other theory comes in, which is that that, that you know Daniel was was alluding to that I, I mentioned earlier. It's that there's a guy. His name is Dave Kleiman. Right. It's K L E I M A N, and uh, him and Craig Wright were at least had email correspondences back and forth about Bitcoin before it came out, and. A lot of people think that he might have actually been the true person behind Bitcoin, and Craig Wright was in on it with him. And since uh, since Dave Kleiman died, and it, if you if you guys want to really get into kind of conspiracies, you can look up online how he died. It's just real sketchy. There was there was a bullet hole in the room, but you know they the investigator said that Dave Kleiman was actually the one that shot the bullet, and then he died of natural. Well, I think he drank himself to death. He had some kind of disease also. But it's it's a little sketchy, and so a lot of people huh. think that basically Craig Wright has taken over the identity of Satoshi from Dave Kleiman because he knows that Dave Kleiman can never defend himself, can never come out and say that he actually isn't the real Satoshi. And there's also a big uh, – there's a lawsuit going on between Dave Kleiman's brother – I'm not sure if it's over yet – and Craig Wright – uh, over, you know, supposedly like 1,600 bitcoins, or it's it's a lot of bitcoins. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. So so there there, you know, is stuff going on behind the scenes, also with a lawsuit. And you know, Craig Wright's been involved in a lot of sketchy stuff. So you know, I think he that also he just doesn't have a lot of credibility. Yeah, he just looks sketchy. He looks like the <laughs> like the poster boy of the of the kind of guy that you would like put up and say, kids, if he offers you candy, don't, right. don't get in the van. You know, like, I, I wasn't... Oh, my God. I look just like him. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to, like... like my brother. I was going to hold this out, but I'm Satoshi. I, oh, I just didn't want... I was waiting for, like, the right moment to tell you guys that this is perfect. So, good. I have yeah. some freaking questions. <laughs> <laughs> I have some freaking questions. <laughs> so, on that note, um, there was a tweet between uh, Justin, son of Tron, who we all know, and of course, uh, Vitalik. Uh, Vitalik, our, Vitalik. I used to, I wish for nobody. Uh, he never says his own name I, from some of the things that I've heard. Yeah, so, so I, I think it's Vitalik Buterin. I okay. looked it up online at, at some point. So. Good, good. Yeah, so so first of all, we did a Tron episode as well, and and when we, you know, we we're not we're it's a very confusing thing. And then you know, Justin's son tweets why Tron is better than ETH one. And he lists a whole bunch of things. And then Vitalik tweets back, eight, better white paper writing capabilities, control plus C plus control plus V, much higher efficiency than a keyboard typing new content. Yes. So, I mean, this guy... It's coming from the fact that, that uh, Tron has been accused 
a lot, especially for the English white paper, is uh, yeah. of just literally stealing from all the other white papers, yeah. with bits and pieces. Now, remember when we, we we did research on Tron? Is that it was hard to research Tron because a lot of things are in Chinese. Yes, and there's some weird stuff in that side of things. But anyway, that we went down that rabbit hole. Yeah, that's the whole. <laughs> it's like a whole other language. <laughs> that's bro. a that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh. You know, I, I want to thank Ben for joining us, and I hope this is one of many times you join us on the show. Uh, before you go, uh, BitBoy, uh, I want you to just, again, like share to everyone where they could find you, where they could follow you, what you're doing, any new, any new things that's, that we should look forward to. And of course, I hope to have you on the show again as well. Yeah, for sure. I really enjoy being on here. And uh, you, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BitBoy underscore Hodel. That's our username on both those platforms. You can also find us on YouTube. It's just search BitBoy and Hodel, and it should come right up. So we do daily news videos. Uh, we also do video memes. We did we did a really funny video uh, yesterday. We posted it. It was like I don't know if you guys have seen those VH1 I Love the 90s shows. Yes, we did one kind of like that. That's I love the 2010s, and we were looking back at cryptocurrency like we we're in the future. Carlos Matos is president. Everybody's using Dogecoin, so it's it's a real funny little parody video. We've also got, um, you know, our, the whole core of what we're doing is the animated series. So we've got the first little parody video. It's a rap video coming out hopefully in the next week or two, and then after that we'll have episodes. You guys will get to meet some of our characters: uh, Bitboy, Hodel, Doctor Fud. FOMO, he's like a, a nervous monkey. So uh, real <laughs> excited great. about everything we're doing and, and appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, dude, of course. And uh, we look to doing more more things with BitBoy and Hoddle. And uh, there's nothing funnier than, than being funny together. Yeah. And uh, actually, we talked about some really good topics today. So I'm glad to have you on today. There was some good stuff to talk about. Um, awesome. So uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. And of course, guys, uh, look out for it. I'll also uh, put some stuff in the info below. Uh, and uh, thanks a lot, man. We'll we'll catch you soon. Yeah, thanks so All much, right. Ben. See you guys. See, See you, man. You. Bye. Bye. That was awesome. That was our first Skype uh, Skype calls yeah, directly just, in, uh, well, and that's why the... you heard that little bloop bloop. <laughs> yeah, it was great to to. We're also really excited that we're able to share to share the um the the ease of ability for us to have interviews because we love doing interviews and having people on the show. And and this is the first time we brought Ben. Uh, from BitBoy Huddle, who's a friend of ours, he's a, a content creator and doing a lot of cool things in the space. And he and we want to also bring some other people's perspectives perspectives from the actual space that we're all in and uh, help us out a little bit with their. You know, it's not just me and yeah. Daniel looking oh, at each other. We 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 for he he was uh, a a friend of the he was a friend of the show in terms of like he was a fan, and then he just exactly. reached out to us and so. Uh, by all means, we want to hear from you. Yeah. But now. It's our favorite part of the show. It's the coin of the show. That's right. And the coin of the show is one that's way down the coin market cap. Yeah. And <laughs> Where is it at? I don't know. It's it's down. We're going to look it up. I'll but it's out. kin. It's kin, everybody. And it's a coin that actually I do have position on. Uh, Daniel knows of it probably through me. Yeah. Uh, and look. We have we've touched a lot of coins that are, are up high and and we want to kind of just dig deep and this is a this is a real poll okay and I want to talk about this so Daniel why don't you start with a, a few perspectives of kin and what it is and stuff like that well I do not have position on it um I I don't know if I will anytime soon we'll see but uh, right now it is at a hundred and four on the coin market cap and it is a token and the idea behind this token is ERC twenty. And um, and stellar apparently token apparently which is which I'll get into later really interesting uh, and you're going to be talking a majority of this one because you know a lot more than I do about it uh, um, but I want the general facts of what you learned from reading the white very paper. very simple general things because first off the white paper was extremely confusing okay why is that um, it used a lot of big words a lot okay. of big words and I'm not saying that I, why I, is that confusing I, 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 I'm upset with them using big words it's just when I see people do that, it reminds me of lawyer speak. Okay. And good or bad, that could be a I, – I, I tend to – especially when you're trying to get the public on your side for something, I tend to sway away from it because now you're just trying to confuse the public into thinking this is a good thing. Now, is that good or bad? In this case, I'm still uh, uh, up in the air about it. But um, the idea behind this token is to be able to tip somebody, pay somebody, have somebody uh, – give somebody money through – uh, some sort of social media chat 
some sort of social media, like uh, you know anything. And this is actually technology that's already being implemented in other countries. Uh, yeah. Like I said before, on uh, um, in China they have WeChat. Uh, we have Apple Pay here. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's a few. Uh, it's not a new concept, but they just want it to be focused on our social media aspect of it. Um, it's being Kin is being backed by. You want to say Kick? There you go, Kick, which is a social media that I'm also not very familiar with, but has been around for. It, a long it has time. been around. I will for get a while, into yes. that in a little bit. We're going to talk about history. Well, for, into- around for a while. So the basic idea is this: it's a decentralized, which. I will get into later about that, but they're they're, they're saying it's a decentralized um, platform that will be, but the but the foundation will be run by Kick or a special Kin Foundation. The amount of coins that they are going to release total supply as of right now is ten, not million, not billion, but ten trillion tokens. Wow, which is lot <laughs> why would you think they would uh have it so high you know what i'm i it's not a positive reason why i think they they want it so high it's just a money situation so the more coins that they sell the more people they, they can you know especially with their social media following if they they and they did do a very good uh I, ico launch in terms of they, they they were very successful uh, i think they made upwards of 100 mil yeah um i'm not too sure about that one but in terms of they were successful enough to continue and keep it going um, but, uh, I just think they needed, they wanted the money to start it off. Um, now this is also inflationary. Yes. So it, is. it starts off with a 30% inflation rate. I, um, I have so many tabs up here. I'm trying to figure out the, uh, the actual, um, the actual inflation rate, but it starts off with like a 30% inflation rate and then kind of goes down from there little by little, uh, it goes from 18 to 18.5% to 12 and a half percent to 8.9%, um, and then it jumps up in the 11th year, their idea, in the 11th year, and for the rest of time, it will be at an 8.2% inflation rate um, okay. from the $10 trillion, uh, that they had. Uh, inter- um, again, nothing new about this token in terms of what it's trying to do. Um, the only difference is who's running it. Uh, and you're going to get into all of that right now. Yeah. So like we always do in Coin of the Show, I kind of investigate into these companies. And this is actually a company that I've followed, I know of. I actually used Kick back in the day um, when I was you know, younger. So just to give you guys an idea of the timeline, let's go back before Kin existed. And let's talk about Kick, Daniel. Because it's important to know that this is a coin that's backed by a company that's been around for a long time and does have active users and has has been is a company that's been running for a while okay so kick interactive was founded in 2009 by a group of students from the university of waterloo in canada and canada meaning ted livingston the ceo who's going to college is one of the people that created or he i don't think canada means that but yeah ted livingston no, was there <laughs> i meant to say he's from canada <laughs> yeah. and he developed and created uh or started kin but let's get Let's get into that. He started Kick. So uh, they had wished to create a new technology for use on mobile phones. And Kick Messenger is the first app developed by Kick Interactive and was released officially on October 19th, 2010. Within 15 days of its release, Kick Messenger reached 1 million user registrations, with Twitter being created at a catalyst for the new application's popularity so as a catalyst right yeah as a catalyst now they're currently at 300 million yes correct uh also they um they're 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 interesting because there's conspiracy behind them not conspiracy but they've been in trouble and it's not totally the company's fault but there's been like underage like reach outs on there you know people use it as for for Escorting. It's, it's, it's a messenger app. I mean, it's. But th- do you remember that, AOL, not, AIM back in the day? It's not the only app. Do you know that how many it. people? You know how many old guys tried to pick up on me as a young, beautiful fifteen-year-old boy on AIM? Hmm? Yes. <laughs> so there we go. But again, it's uh, you use it for what you, what you do. Kick is. I, I I've never used it. I've had no reason to use it. But three hundred million people around the world seem to need to use it. So that's the thing is that I actually, Daniel, I will say I have a Kick account and it's on my phone. And I've had Kick for a long time. Back in the day when I was younger, it was one of the early messenger apps that was using like Wi-Fi instead of your like 
you know, you're so like before WhatsApp and all that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, okay. so I see how. A 2009, dude. That's a while ago. Okay. And and also, on top of that, what else was created around 2009? Uh, Bitcoin. Okay, there you go. So Kick now completes competes with Facebook and WeChat, boosts over 275 million registered users, and is used by approximately 40 percent of American teenagers. China, really? Yes. Chinese. Man, I'm old. Chinese uh, company Tencent. Recently invested fifty million into Kick, placing its value to one billion dollars. Whoa! Wait, wait a minute, Talk, Are you trying to tell me that my mother has got uh, the hots for me? Wow, that's not exactly what we're trying to say. But I think I, that, I think more I, I was think, trying to whoa, say this is heavy. This is heavy. This okay, <laughs> that's heavy. So you might not have known this. Like, like let's just be honest. This company Kick isn't going anywhere. They have plenty of money. They have plenty of cash, and not only that, they also made money on Kin. Now let's go a little deeper. Of now, course, they did. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> this is upwards they, of they, they did a they did an ICO launch that was successful a while ago. But basically, uh, what I'm trying to get here is that okay, here's the difference between a coin that's not like you know you're always wondering what's a shit coin, what's not a shit coin. Uh, but at least you know that there's an app that exists that's trying to use as a utility for the coin they're trying to integrate. And they're a company that has already been in the space for since 2009 and one of the early, early people to be involved in messaging. Mm-hmm. So why not get involved in, in messaging? Now, on an AMA that, he, that Ted Livingston, who I'll explain a little bit more in detail, uh, he said that there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to use Kin with iTunes for instance. Like, it should be used as on more platforms, and I think maybe that's their ambitiousness of the t- trillions of, <laughs> of kin that they're trying to make, because they want it to become this currency, not only within the Messenger app. Um, and I don't... You're about to say something well, here. I was just saying, this, this is kind of a... There's going to be an all-out war between coins on this one, uh, and which one you're going... Which one you can use, which one you want to use, which one will be more popular... So on and so forth, because it's I'm I'm guaranteeing you it's not going to end with kick. It's going to end. It's going to involve every platform trying to do their own. I mean, we we talked to Theta, who Theta token, yeah, Theta token is a Theta to, token, yeah, who's trying to do the same thing. Uh, but Steam they have is trying to do their own. They have well, Steam too, too. Steam is actually the one that's making their platform work on an everyday yeah, but, basis. But the difference between Steam and this one is Steam is only. Designed for, for Steam, the, yeah, it's kind of designed uh, for that. Theta Token was a platform before the yeah, the, and they're the trying coin. to implement that onto other yes. platforms. Same thing with Kick. Kick want, would like to implement this on other platforms as well. Correct. Uh, which is probably why they're getting that ten trillion number because they want to hit everybody on every different fl- platform. Maybe I'm not too sure, but that's the idea behind it. Um, now, my I have a few issues with this uh, particular coin um but like, i'm not, not done yet the, oh go for it do you want me to are you getting into your go thing for it. No, listen go. these people need to know these things okay, i'm not done go, go do do what you think do all right history. all right almost there i gotta tell you about him who i gotta tell you about ted livingston the ceo okay. or, or or you know we're gonna and the children outside are really excited to hear i don't you, think they hear it <laughs> they don't hear it um i just wanted to let you know that he kind of created uh he he in uh, he in 2014 Forbes placed him in the tier of the top 30 under 30 technology list and uh so he's he's a very he's successful and he's young he looks like Mark Zuckerberg kind of mm-hmm. he's got that like he wears like sweatshirts and like looks just like him um but uh so he he was at a place called Waterloo and he decided to part ways with a company called Velocity and he did a startup focused community where he founded Kick Messenger now Later, not too soon after, we found out that, you know, out of nowhere, about a you know, year or so earlier, uh, after all this, after the success of Kick, he wants to get involved in, in cryptocurrency, okay. right? So Kin comes out, and I just wanted to read his, his vision of Kin. Okay, this is quoted from the CEO, okay, okay. and I wanted to share it. Uh, I imagine millions of people sitting down with their phones each morning, providing value to the world and getting compensated. The value they provide would come in many forms, such as offering advice, hosting experiences, or creating content. And the compensation would come in the form of kin, a cryptocurrency uh, facilitated as a digital sharing economy of equal opportunity. 
Yeah. Okay. And I imagine developers creating thousands of digital places where you where people can go to provide value to each other, but instead requiring developers to figure out how to extract the value from consumers. The Kin Rewards engine would automatically compensate developers from facilitating the exchange of value between customers. So he was saying that it could be integrated into Lyft, Airbnb. So he's trying to think outside the box. And let's just be honest, this is just a vision statement. Of course. This does not mean it's real. Now, I'm just giving you guys like a little backstory. And I know there's one other thing before Daniel goes into his criticism or what we think of the coin, is that you must know that recently there was news that Kin was going to go onto another blockchain. And, you know, I want to get out of history because that's that's really it. That's, you know, I just know that it's backed by a, a and there's a foundation called the Kin Foundation was supposed to see, oversee it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I, I, I've i seen actually positive things in the community. I'm just going to go on, say that on Reddit, on Telegram. I've seen positive people in this, this community. This isn't a pushing coin. OK, I don't see a lot of people pushing it. People just like what it's doing because some people use kick and yeah. uh, and they believe in it. But I just wanted to explain what this stellar margra- migration is. And Dan, you know what stellar is? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a coin. It's yeah, a, and stellar has been actually that's one of the few coins that's been bumping in these past few few days. Which I don't know why it doesn't make sense to me, but we'll we'll find out maybe. So what it's being called is is there's going to be a relationship with Stellar and what they're calling it is a bi-directional migration plan. And that's what it's called. And what does it mean? Bi-directional migration is literally is to change it it's simply in in a frictionless experience using Kin as a two-phase plan they will basically create an ecosystem which will allow Kin tokens to be on Ethereum and also be an underlying infrastructure for use on the Stellar network and valued at the same. So the idea, from what I'm gathering, is that Ethereum side of it is still going to be valued. It's you're still going to be using it. So here's here's so someone was worried. I read on their FAQ like what what it, what do we do with Ethereum? It's like they said no need to worry since you leave your tokens on Ethereum, nothing will change for these tokens as they move through the process when we switch it. And they did switch it. You can get it on the Stellar. Um, uh, so this is why they really wanted to do it because an addition of Stellar is designed to help us scale on a faster blockchain. So we will focus on more efforts on the Stellar side. Yeah, because that if any ERC twenty, any, any Ethereum, anything is kind of going slow too with with and Bitcoin as well, just because now it's getting more adopted. Now you said that it's going to be used with the Kick app, but there's actually another app, Daniel, called the Kinit app. Okay. That is going to be an actual Kin utility app, and you're going to be able to use Stellar Kin to earn and spend experiences in the, in that app using the Stellar blockchain. And what does that app do? That 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 app is is very similar to to uh, Kick. To Kick. Okay, so nothing different. But it's it's a wallet <laughs> though. It works right. as a wallet. Sure, not a um, not a good wallet, but we'll okay, get into that before we go. I got yeah. one more thing to, for you, and it has to do with gaming. And you know that I love gaming. Yes, and I'll, I'm not, I'm not saying you should go out and buy this. I don't tell you to buy it. I'm just giving you the facts and the history of what's happening. Now, a game engine creator, Utilities Technology, has teamed up. This is recently with messaging app company Kick to enable game developers to use Kick Kin Coin to reward players. So Kick joined the cryptocurrency bandwagon, like we talked about, and now. They're getting involved in gaming, and Kick's goal for Kin is to create the ecosystem, but they also want to help the gaming industry now. So sure. here we are talking about uh, Kin, and this is recently, now they're working with a gaming industry, which we just talked about, Theta Token. So look, Daniel, I I still think there's there's a chance for this coin to be something, but it's still a like... Yeah, you know. so what this is showing you is the reason why you like this is because of the fact that you use Kick, you see it moving, you see it kind of working, so on and so forth. Um, for the fact that it has 300 million users, and I don't know, I didn't really know too much about it. I've heard of it, but I didn't know too much about it. It's astounding to me that it has 300 million users. I'm not one of them, um, but maybe I'm not their demographic, whatever, whatever they're looking for. Um, what... And this is kind of supposed to be a message to you guys out there, the listeners, on when you're doing your research. Again, do your research. And you can start with the white paper. And if the white paper right off the bat doesn't uh, makes you go, hey, what's going on? Then, you know, 
tread with caution or walk away. Um, now I'm going to continue looking at Ken just because uh, I think it's an interesting experiment for a big time uh, company to really be pushing for it. I thought Overstock may be close to it, uh, maybe clo- may have been closer to it, but but kick kick bumped in. Where my um, where my concerns are is the ten trillion coins. They only gave out one trillion of the of those coins to the original ICO investors. Only one right. trillion, which meant nine trillion was still with the people of Kin of Kick actually, because they were the ones who were doing this. Uh, they said about thirty percent. Let me see. The Kin Foundation will use up to five percent of the reward allocation. So I think thirty percent of of it was a re- was the reward allocation total that they were keeping for the Kin Foundation. All right. Um, and right. then they're slowly releasing the rest of it as they see fit whenever they want to. Okay. Uh, that to me just screams, we're kick, we want more money, we're kick, we want more money, we're kick, we want more money. They have all the coins. They have complete control over it. Um, so which brings up the question of what is decentralization? And that's really what I'm, I, I, I'm still having a struggle with. And I'm still struggling with it right now. What is decentralization? What does it mean? And I kind of went to v, uh, Vitalik because um, I kind of respect his, his opinions, his ideas, his, what he's doing. And he, he did a little bit of an explanation on it. I want to play a little bit sure. of, the, of the piece for you. You know, basically there's probably more people who think decentralized and distributed are synonyms than there are people who think there's who agree on any particular way of categorizing the difference so i'm probably going to go straight into my own classification which i think is better than everyone else's and i generally uh, break down decentralization into three parts so because the after this point the explanation gets very deep into each one i'll kind of go over when them really quickly he has architectural decentralization as in is there one physical system or many physical systems running it two political decentralization is it controlled by one person or is it controlled by many people and logical decentralization is the interface or data structure a singleton or an an or an amorphous swarm okay right now even though they're calling themselves decentralized, everything is pointing to both political and logical centralization. We don't get to choose as as the community what happens with this coin. The Kin Foundation does, and the Kin Foundation is owned by Kick. Right. All right. Okay. Um. In addition to that, they just signed this deal with China. Now, I love the people of China. Um. But the government, I'm rather weary of. You got to be a little bit careful when you're dealing with that government. And Tencent can't do anything without the approval of the government. Okay, they will not be allowed to do a single thing without that approval. So now the question becomes: What's happening? What's going on? I just have a few more questions that need to be answered prior to me jumping in head head first. Okay, but it's a very cool concept of okay, we are now seeing a company in action trying to make blockchain work. And yes. how will that happen? Uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to uh, correct something that I got wrong uh, during this uh, before I get hit with a fail at the top. So, yep, that's right. Uh, I'm just going to explain what the Kinet, the Kinet app really does. Um, I, I, thought I, I thought it was more, but here we go. So, um, obviously, we talked about how it's going to be on the Stellar blockchain, but it, the app is designed to encourage users to complete tasks to earn kin, users can complete one simple questionnaire per day and be rewarded with a certain amount of kin. Which is uh, like a blog. Like then, a, hold on. Like then you could spend your coin on e-commerce uh, gift cards, uh, food delivery credits, movies, sport tickets. It's very simple, easy to learn. That's what it's going to be used for. Eventually so, it wants So it's that. almost like kind of like minting kin. Well, let's check it out. This is going to be like LightPay right now. They're talking a big game of can they, can they do it, and we'll find out. One thing I can tell you is that at least you know that Kik is a, you know, a company that exists and has money. You know. Sure, and now it has more money. Now it has more money. <laughs> so there you go. I guess that doesn't mean anything more than that. Not really at all. Uh, but uh, again, it's uh, it's a good, interesting experiment. 
Um, mm-hmm. They are a well-known company. They are well-used. Yes. So we'll see what happens from there. Um, if you're interested and you're, you know, we've been talking about decentralized, you know, Kin is a coin you could buy on a decentralized exchange really easily, an Ethereum exchange like Bancor with your MetaMask wallet. Uh, so, um, and it's interesting because it's on other exchanges as Stellar as well. So, but keep in mind, one thing I do know, the value is the same. So don't freak out if you have Kin already and you think your Ethereum Kin isn't worth anything because you don't have any of the Stellar, you actually have the same value. So there you go. You don't have to worry. That's uh, another interesting little experiment. I, I think it's one well. of the, yeah, and it's something they're doing different. Like we talk about, like what makes people stand out, and yeah. and for a coin that's down in the hundreds, at least they're doing something different and trying to do something different. Meh. They said to themselves, "Oh my God, for maybe what we're doing, we have to fork it without forking it, really, and go to another blockchain." There are other there are others that but have done something similar to like to that. I like kind of this approach. Um, I like this approach better. I, and there's something called spoon uh, a hard spoon or spoon you say yes i haven't really figured out what that is but i wonder if you have a spoon sound effect do you i wish uh, i I wish you had a spoon i wish somebody would come in here and just scream like spoon there you go good job whoa you had a spoon sound effect from the tick tick? holy moly Um, (laughs) you're amazing daniel (laughs) but yeah no they're they're, um let me say go and a Ethereum, I believe. Or I, sure. I, I, I can't really. I mean, it that. is an ERC twenty, so it's on it's the Ethereum. Interesting. Um, also, yeah. Uh, but we'll get more into detail on that one. But overall, um, you're still. Your, I, I my challenge to the people out there would be to do your own research on a really small coin. Challenge yourself something that you know nothing about. Right. And challenge yourself to do that research because that's going to just help you improve when you get to the more, more well-known coins, and and you're try and you can see through the BS. Of you know the really popular coins, like how is this popular? Why is this popular? What's going on? And then you see, wait, this is really overhyped. I don't know if I should go into this, or you could see this is really underhyped for other coins that are really down further down that is popular. And say, you know what, I'm gonna step in here because I really believe in what they're doing. Okay. Um, if you want to check out Kin, I believe you can find them on Twitter. They're Kin underscore Foundation. Check them out on their website. Their white paper is right there for you to read. Um, if you're interested, there are lots of articles about the the Kin Stellar migration. So you could just Google it, and there's a bunch of uh, articles I found that are interesting. They're actually doing AMAs on the regular, so you can actually. What I do give them the best credit for is how they interact with their community. Uh, Theta tokens like that too. I like seeing that. I like seeing uh, community talking to each other, and I've been on the Reddit on on for Kin and. I actually think they're great. Like I've talked to the people on there cool. because I personally have been invested in Kin, be, and so I know a little bit more about it. Um, I kind of learned a little bit more about the history doing more research here. But um, just wanted to tell you guys before we move on to the the last part of the show, uh, you guys voted, and it looks like we're going to be doing Verge uh, as coin of the show. Good timing. Good timing. <laughs> but I think that's why everyone voted for it, probably because we put it on the crazy list. Crazy happened. And uh, I think, yeah, something crazy happened. And we could get into that. Actually, by the time that airs, we'll have been able to reflect on what happened to Verge uh, really well on this episode. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Now on to the comfy part of the show. Um, where, you know, did, did you want did you have something special for this? Uh, just that I've been doing a lot of research, uh, trying to do that for, for our people, for uh, our thecoinboys.com. Yep. The idea that I have right now for this blog is... Eventually, we'll get into more current news. Right now, we're just using the podcast for that. I don't have time to write up the blogs for, for it. For it. But if any of you out there want to contribute, let me know. I'll be uh, I'll be happy to oh, okay. to post. But um, I'm going into the basics, and and it's the basics of what I wish I learned I I had known, um, uh, in a more simple format. I think with every generation, it gets easier and easier and easier. Um, so I'm not doing anything new in terms of like giving you out new information. I'm just trying to put the information in a way that's easily understandable um, okay. for for people out there okay. like myself who are like when you read all this technical stuff. Yeah, I know a little bit about technicalities and coding and stuff like or technical stuff and coding, but it's really freaking confusing. Hmm. So this will um, I'm hoping to help everybody else out. But I've been learning a lot about wallets uh, um, and brain wallets. And if you don't know what those are. Brain wallets are really cool. Uh, we'll talk about it more in depth, but take a take a quick look. Take yeah, a take quick a look. Gander. 
Uh, so you're not going to tell us, huh? I, here's the thing. Instead of those seeds, very, really simply, instead of those seeds, you uh, those 12 seed words, you make your own either set of seed words or you make your own sentence. Okay. Um, oh. Or, and, you, or you, and you spell it however you choose to spell it. And That's you better. And you do a lot of stuff out. Um, it's really cool because now you don't got to worry about the seed words, but it's really complicated. I'll get more into it later, but it's okay. a bit more complicated. But it's fun. It's fun to, to learn about these things. So, uh, And please share the blogs to those of you who feel like they can, people can use that blog. Um, uh, and, and, and let me know if I'm getting something wrong. I mean, I'm just doing this myself. If I'm getting something wrong, let me know. Yeah, guys, if we get anything wrong, please, uh, emails at coinboys podcast. I'm sorry, coinboyscast at Gmail. Also, uh, we have a phone number, 424-372-7437. If you leave your voicemail on our email, we will play it on the show. If it's, it's, if it's relative to something that we want to correct, uh, we want to get you guys involved with it. We love community. So please, uh, Interact with us a little bit. We'll have fun. Uh, we might have some giveaways coming up soon. Um, I did want to say I have some ideas, but n- nothing yet. Nothing concrete yet. We got more interviews coming. We got, obviously, Verge coming. Do you have a plan for After Verge for Coin of the Show, Daniel? Is it your turn to pick one? Mm-hmm. Um, you I- know what? We're so, so many things are changing with us. We're actually getting reached out to yeah so, so we got a lot we so, got something down the pipeline i don't want to announce it another interview yeah we are going to be doing a few interviews uh, and it's not just going to be of people from coins and you're not going to get just coin of the shows at this point um um because we will have maybe some special guests that have nothing to do with yeah yeah no totally uh but you know um, when we have the opportunity to, to interview someone on a coin that we haven't yet been a part of it's nice to get them to explain the coin so it's almost like a coin of the show yeah. it is a coin of the show um, but yes, we have an interview coming up that we haven't announced yet, but uh, I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to wait until it. it solidifies up a little bit, and then it'll be a very popular coin, yeah. and we'll get somebody who kind of works closely with that coin. Yeah, and um, I think between Daniel and I, we'll talk about it, and we'll figure out what will be after Verge for Coin of the Show, because we, you know, we do love finding coins and talking about them, too. Yeah. So we got a lot of content coming out, including the blog. So guys, uh, I guess we're, we're hitting that back end of the show. This is it. I'm going to start uh, my, my climb down the mountain and out of here. But uh, basically, uh, that's it. Uh, he put the music on. So yeah, we are the Coin Boys. Follow us at Coin Boys Podcast, at Twitter, pod, Coin Boys, whatever. But yeah, Thanks Peace. for doing that so early on me. <laughs> See ya.